pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I am Anne Scantlebury. Very good. Celebratory. Yeah. Good to see you, Anne. Really good to see you, Steve and Simon. I made it. You did? I didn't go, actually. (laughs) I didn't go because I didn't didn't want want the chance of uh, letting you down today. (sighs) Where were you going to be? I was going to be in Sheffield. Didn't go. Of course you were. Didn't go. So here I am. Uh, How's it going? All right. I just adjusted my glasses like uh, an adult. Okay. Uh, Small steps. At the side. I guess. You'll be be filling in your taxes soon. (laughs) Putting the bins out on the right day. Mm. Fingers crossed. Uh, How are you, Simon? I'm all right. Uh, it's definitely autumn, isn't it? I've got my autumn boots on now. It's brilliant. I had a shave this morning. I'm, it's normally I don't put the headphones on straight away. Just yeah. I like to give them a chance to cool down. Mm-hmm. I shaved this morning. A little bit bleary. Ran out shaving foam. Had to do it with soap. That's not a good look. I've really got my sideburns. The, um, they're not the same level. Oh, hang on. So I've been, I know, and, <gasps> no. and actually, it's it's quite. Hang on, face, well, face on. So I've had to keep my face. Yeah. Like because obviously, if you just see one side, you don't know no, that no. the other is completely out. <laughs> so I've been facing everybody and just side on today. Okay. Lest we... I I uh, appear to have a stupid face. Should we shave him live on air? No, I'm gonna do it when I get back. Do you, uh, would you carry okay. a, uh, a razor with you? No, but I just feel like there's something in this studio there's we could probably something around, use. isn't there? This is like one of those games, hidden object games. Um, there's, a, what, I will correct there's a razor it. in the room. You, you, you'll be able to... Um, uh, what needs to be level? You'll be able to build a house, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> with the level of my sideburns. Have you had any uh, facial mishaps since I saw you last, Steve? I mean, it doesn't look nothing, like it from where out. I'm sat. <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary. I've been to Sweden. Oh, yeah. Did you have any mishaps? I did have a mishap. Didn't I? We were talking about this. I missed a flight. (laughs) I know. Missed a flight. So I've never missed a flight. What did it feel like? It felt awful. It wasn't an experience I'd like to go through again because I think the problem with, um, with, with this sort of thing much like Brexit, is it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. Like, if it just happened, just one day, you woke up and you'd missed that flight, you'd be sad, but you'd mm-hmm. get over it. But it is this endless, endless going on. And it's sat in the taxi on the way to the airport going, oh, maybe, maybe if we just pick up pace now, oh, the expected arrival, it's just gone back one minute, that's good. Oh, no, now it's gone forward two minutes. Uh, and then, yeah, ended up missing it by basically a minute. Did, so did you run up to the desk? Like uh, sort of coughing and crying. I, I did. I've done that once before, actually, and they let me on. Okay. Um, right, so it's uh, a strategy that works. But this time, I had to run up to a machine, and it was having none of it. Okay, you can't... You run can't. up to a machine, and it was... I was didn't register my emotions at all. It just right. said, you miss your flight. 
that's what happens these days, is it? They're it cold, said, these robots, uh, aren't they? It, said, it, said, it didn't say that in that, those terms. It said something like, you've missed onboarding. Right. I'm like, I do feel not onboarding yeah, exactly. with this. Yeah. Uh, so I had to get a new one, spend five hours outstaying my welcome in Wagamama. Wow. Have you, ever, you haven't missed a flight, Anne, have you? I don't think so, no. no. I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I purposefully didn't get on a flight once. Whoa, this is a bit... Um, Oh, what's that horror film uh, where they he has a vision? Oh, I'm an old man. <laughs> final, the, the final destination. There you go. I thought you yeah. were going to say something. I thought it was. You see, Saw. it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how our heads went to different places. When you said I deliberately chose not to get on one, mine went to a sort of romantic, you know, okay. romantic comedy sort of thing. You're at the airport. Yeah. Someone's saying, "Don't get on the flight." Don't. And then we see the flight depart. And, and then she, the next yeah. scene, yeah. she walks back through the gate. She didn't get on the flight. Yeah. Whereas you were thinking, you dismemberment, death. <laughs> yeah. Why did you choose not to get on it, Anne? Was it either of those? Uh, no, it was so I could go to my dad's funeral. Oh. So. Right. <laughs> not all of these are funny stories. They're not, are they? But still, you know, great radio. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, Anne? Uh, <laughs> really good now, thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, it's it's been all right. It's busy at the minute, isn't it? Is everyone else busy? busy? Is everyone else as busy yeah. as so I am? Busy. So busy. So busy. So busy. Um, uh, Matt was away last week, as you'll know. Uh, and because I think I talked about it Wait. last week. I don't think you did, actually. Oh. <laughs> I know. We we've missed an opportunity there, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. Update. Matt was away last right. week. Oh. Uh, so he was due back on Friday, but we had, and we'll probably talk about this a bit more later, we had the Marioki relaunch. We did. Uh, and I was very excited. I was working late, so I got there quite late. You messaged me earlier and you said, let's do shots. Yeah, and I was up for that. And then Matt got back home, realised he didn't have his keys and he was going to have to wait outside uh, until I got home. So I was like, guess I'm going back home then. He ruined your big day? He didn't ruin it. He didn't mean to. He just, I'm a good person. <laughs> did, yeah. did he make it worse? No, he actually... He, do you know what? He went and got me some chips, which is... I was really, I was really hungry. <laughs> that's, our, that's our standard now. Yeah. He, he took time out of his busy schedule <laughs> to get waiting around to buy you chips, and it's all okay. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was all okay. Uh, yeah, and went home and uh, just went on the sofa. It was quite nice, actually. I was pretty pleased. But I'm sad to have missed the Marioki relaunch, though. Well, we'll talk about yeah, that later in the show. Do. Has there been any news this week? I mean, you've got to imagine so, haven't you? On Monday the 21st of October, I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news. A group of American politicians have co-signed a letter to Activision Blizzard about the punishment of a Hearthstone pro player for giving support to pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. The letter, addressed to boss Bobby Kotick, read, Because your company is such a pillar of the gaming industry, your disappointing decision could have a chilling effect on gamers who seek to use their platform to promote human rights and basic freedoms. Indeed, many gamers around the world have taken notice of your company's actions, understandably calling for boycotts of Activision Blizzard gaming sites. And did he receive it? It was all over Twitter. Okay. So do you think someone would probably tag him in it? <laughs> I've got a question about letters. Uh-huh. Like this. Well, it's not strictly video game related, but uh, did you see uh, letters have been in the news this they week, have been haven't in the they? News very much Because so. uh, uh, President Trump sent a letter he did. to Turkey, and the man said he put it in the bin straight away. Okay. The, the Turkey man. Right. Uh, and um, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson sent a letter, did. but he didn't sign it. <laughs> I could, his fingers crossed, yeah, didn't he? That, that showed them. But then I read, um, I was reading lots of speculation around around Brexit, etc. And something said he might recall the letter. Is that a thing you can do? No, and also everyone knows you can't properly recall an email, so you definitely can't recall a letter that's proper. Well, and maybe physical. you can maybe you can do it more because it's hard to reach into a computer and grab back an email, but a letter you can run over and wrestle it off the. I don't know. He sent three letters in the end, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he took he's apparently a photocopy of the letter he was right. obliged to send, but it wasn't an actual photocopy at all. It was it was clearly 
a fresh print because <laughs> because the font and the and the uh, layout was different. Apparently. So, so this oh, we've done. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it, but we're going to photo. We're gonna, yeah, we have an interview. Uh, if you had to do that, would you do a bad photo? Yeah, you would do. A bit do, of an angle, yeah, wouldn't exactly. you? With some of the sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you send a couple of others. Just it's not. It's not been good, has it? Not great. But back to Bobby Kotick, though. Yeah. Has he responded with either one, two, or three letters? Not or, that. P- or put it in the bin. Well, I, I couldn't see that there was any response that came from them. It's quite. It was a very long letter. Have they? Uh, have they talked any more about this Activision since our news report last week? Um, not really any more than they just said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll change his punishment. But they're like they're very aware that this is this is a bad thing. And um, there was a uh, Nintendo event that was due to be held in New York. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to find the thing. Um, it was oh yeah, the, to celebrate the release of Overwatch on Switch, and that has been cancelled. The release of Overwatch on Switch? No, just the event. (laughs) Just the event. uh, Still coming out. Uh, And did they say why then? Was it because of these protests that they cancelled the event? Yep. Wow. Well, I think... uh, So it was coming from Nintendo, so I think they were being a little bit cautious and not really wanting to... uh, Not really wanting to overstep the mark, but... Uh, it was sorry. It was Blizzard that cancelled the event, but Nintendo had to put that out because it was. Can you? So Blizzard said to Nintendo, "Can you tell them <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a lot of heat for this stuff?" Yeah. So on oh you. Dear. Sorry, I was just scrolling up. Uh, Google is winding down its support for Daydream, its mobile mobile VR platform. Its new Pixel 4 phones won't support the Daydream, and the company is due to stop selling the headsets. Speaking to Variety, a Google spokesperson said, "We saw a lot of potential in smartphone VR. Being able to use the smartphone you carry you carry with you everywhere to power an immersive on-the-go experience. But over time, we noticed some clear limitations constraining smartphone VR from being a viable long-term solution." Hmm. Uh, Google do this a lot, don't they? They start things and then they stop them. Do we think this bodes well for Stadia? Well, uh, first of all, I was very disappointed to hear this news as a Daydream uh, owner. Um, Well, actually, Dexter's got it at the moment. Um, Well, I say at the moment, I did give it to him as a gift uh, because I I changed phones and my phone was no longer compatible Mm. with it. Okay, so I was bought into the ecosystem enjoyed what i played of it very much indeed so sorry sorry to hear this um in terms of stadia i'm not well i don't think that the two are comparable directly they are making a significant investment into the infrastructure and the uh the hardware so um i think um yeah they are clearly committed to it are they though i don't think google are ever clearly committed to anything the number of things they've started throwing a lot of money out and then stopped uh, over the years when did they hurt you well when they we they invited one life left to come oh, to meet yeah. phil harrison for <laughs> stadia and, oh, yeah. and they said listen to the show and then we're like actually we've run out of seats at the table <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not hurt and I, I i do you know i hope everybody succeeds all the time i'm a very very positive person but i don't have faith uh, in in google and their <laughs> I think they've got a very short attention span when they go for things. Yeah, they're moving a lot of their focus onto AR, they said, uh, as opposed to VR. And I don't know if that's entire. I don't think that that's just Google. I think that there is a general shift of people going, do you know what, VR was fine, but I think AR might be the thing. Because VR is good, but it's never really landed for... Uh, players at home well facebook are still heavily betting on it aren't they uh zuckers was doing the keynote at their conference last week right sony uh, is still committed it's going to be com- uh, part of the playstation 5 mm. but, it's, but it's going to be part of it it's not going to be the lead thing like i don't know uh, this oculus quest is supposedly very good okay which is the standalone vr with motion tracking uh you'd be don't you don't need to set up um the bits on lighthouses. the lighthouses. No, no. Yeah, I've heard I've heard really, really good things about it, but it remains, as Anne points out, I think a bit of a niche thing across the world. However, I know that a couple of years ago we were we were already hearing the death of VR. Uh, like this is this is it. It's it's going away, and it hasn't gone away. Like uh, there seems to be a, a viable ecosystem. There's still video games coming out for VR. Sony support of it. 
it's certainly going to help because that means there's money kicking around for that as well. Um, so yeah, like you, especially since I've just got my new Pixel 3a right. uh, phone, which presumably is Daydream compatible. Yeah, I guess it still will be. And you, you'll be able to play Stadia on that at launch. Is that I right? Though. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I will. It's one of the devices that's enabled right at the start, I believe, the Pixel 3 and 4. Well, assuming, you know, they've got press accounts and assuming we haven't done anything to offend their PR, <laughs> I imagine, I imagine uh, we'll be straight on that. I heard, uh, what do you know, just while we're here, mm. uh, while we're on air, yeah. what, what do you know about the Pixel 4? Is it any good? Uh, it's uh, the and- from what I gather, the Android experience is the purest you can get. Although there are some concerns over the size of the battery that they've uh, implemented, that they've that they've chosen. Tech Roundup, yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> And finally, the Pokemon Centre has opened in London's Westfield in Shepherd's Bush and there were queues of six hours to get in. And we totally understand why. Among all the standard merch you'd expect is a special London Pikachu range, including a Pikachu in a bowler hat and a suit toy. Many of the items are limited to one per customer to curtail onward eBay selling. It'll be open until November the 15th. This time, if you want to catch them all, you're probably going to need a pretty big credit limit. A lot of people seem very excited about this. Pokemon! <laughs> Pokemon! Um, I'm not going to go. Are you? Are right, any of you? Absolutely not. No? I, I don't want to go to Westfield on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to go, but uh, I know two people who did. Okay. Three people, actually. Right. It's going up on... Uh, Four people? Three, three people. people. On Friday, uh, some of the Marioki attendees were telling me about their Ooh. their gamey day out. Yeah, did they enjoy it? They'd been to they'd been there and to EGX and to Marioki. Yeah, a lot going on. They queued for five Wait, hours. They went east London, west London, mm, north North London. Yeah, wow. That Avoid, that's that. all of the Londons. <laughs> uh, so they they queued for five hours to get in. Do you know I, there was a bit of me when writing this? I wasn't going to include the uh, the six hour quote because i was like i just don't i don't think that's true but five five hours confirmed imagine queuing at queuing for hours at westfield for something <laughs> well okay yeah look taylor swift is different though <laughs> she is different to pokemon but we did do that yeah we did we, we did, did do, do that. that and and we were, were there 4 a.m yeah like i got the very very first tube yeah, very first tube. Anyway, uh, I, I, they said it was really, really good. Uh, they bought stuff, and everyone says that if you do want to go, just leave it a couple of weeks. The queues mm. w- won't be there anymore. And apparently, there isn't. It's not that thing where, you know, some sneaker shops you have to queue overnight to get because there's only a hundred of, of of this shoe. Uh, Pokemon, there's just got loads and loads of stuff, so you won't miss out. You might as well stay. Yeah, uh, they said that what they're going to do uh, this time because they've had one of these before, definitely in Paris. Uh, where everything just sold out straight away. Um, what they're doing is they're uh, limiting the stock every day and they're just mm-hmm. going to replenish it daily. So maybe get there early, but you can just leave it. Yeah, just, it. just, leave, just leave it. it. Leave it. Good. Uh, time for the news roundup then, which we need a jingle for, really. Dun, dun. Is that the jingle? No. <laughs> okay. Simon, did you spot any news this week? Uh, I went to EGX uh, on Thursday morning and Friday, where there were queues. The um, the most surprising queue for me was, uh, I think it was three hours to play Borderlands 3, a game that is already out. Right. Yeah, that's weird. And uh, if you'd spent, I don't know, 20 quid on a ticket to EGX, that's basically half the game, isn't it? So That's really weird. Yeah, but they, but nonetheless, queuing up they were. Um, is it nice to play in front of an audience? Is no, that but no, you, you were queuing up to go in somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Very strange. <clears throat> um, yeah, I enjoyed EGX. It was good uh, at, at Excel. Highlight for me uh, was um, a game called 10 Miles to Safety. Uh, it's a good name. It's a good game. Uh, and they told me they were launching it on Steam today, actually. So if, you, if that is the case. Um, good luck. Uh, they live in Bournemouth, uh, and they were going home today, so they couldn't come on the show. Oh, hmm. keep an eye out for that. Uh, rest of it was all great. Um, I uh, saw lots of people, uh, loads of stuff to buy as well. Lots of cool things. Um, A giant Pokemon. Didn't have that bowl-hatted oh. Pokemon, but the merch section was impressive, and you could get tattoos as well this year, <gasps> which was new. Ooh. Did um, you? I did not. Um, 
but yeah, the thing that excited me, genuinely excited me, was that uh, the cable cars were free in either direction. Um, not because of the show, because uh, they thought that Extinction Rebellion may turn up. So for some reason, they decided to make it free. Okay. So, you know, in a sense, people got grumpy about the Canning Town incident the day before. Mm. I got two free uh, cable car rides out of it. So, <laughs> That's you know, great. I was going to say swings and roundabouts, but it's more... Cable cars and... London uh, Underground, exactly. <laughs> chart roundup, number one in the charts. I'll tell you what, it was number two briefly in the charts. That's the Steam in charts. Steam charts. Uh, no, this is the... I don't know what chart this is. This is the UK charts. From where? From Top 100. Biz. Okay, the retail charts. <laughs> number one. Number one. Don't know. Come on. It's Mario Kart. No, it's not. Is it just Apple Arcade? That's no, that's not that's not how this works. NBA 2K. Close, it is a sporty sporty game. FIFA. Madden. FIFA. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's FIFA 20. Right. Uh, number 2 is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. How come that is still being bundled with Switch lights? Sales ah, can't sales still counts. Okay, I thought it might be oh. a Thought yeah. might be a, uh, Any further questions about the charts? Well, I thought that might be a bounce effect from the mobile version. Yeah, I don't think so. No, okay. Um, and what's uh, number... Well, number three. Yep. Switcher three. It says it's number four here. Uh, no, I think it's three. And number five is a game that I have bought on the One Life Left credit card but have not used. Oh, I know this. You can uh, you can use it after me, though. Yeah. Although, whether you'll want wipe to... Wipe it down. <laughs> you might have to wipe it wipe down. Wipe it down. What is it? Have a guess. What what might you, if you're using after me, what might you have to wipe down? Everything. (laughs) It's the chewing gum controller from last week. (laughs) Uh, Steve's talking, of course, about Ring Ring Fit Fit Adventure, Adventure. um, which is this physical uh, exercise game that is so preposterous, even I've not bought it. (laughs) Even I've not bought... I've got two unopened Lavo kits at home. <laughs> and even I've not bought this one. But it did prompt the uh, post on Reddit over the weekend, which over the weekend, which was, if you're going to play Ring Fit Adventure, for heaven's sake, wear pants. <laughs> which I think is advice you should live your life by. Good. Is that, the, is that the end, Anne? I think it really is the end. One life left video game news with Hello Chips by Cal Min. It's from chipmusic.org. Uh, you should visit there to hear this without me talking over the end. Uh, and hear lots of other excellent chip music too. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest video game radio show in the world 
on the greatest radio station in the world. They're in a benefit tonight, aren't they? Indeed they are, and once again, we've not been invited. Well... <laughs> by default, really, because yeah, we're on default. air. Yeah, it's yeah. happening we, now. We would have been there. Probably of course we would have been, been, been before. Sounds great. If you're listening live, stop. Exactly. Go, Go there. If you're listening on the podcast, too late. Too late. You can donate anyway. Just go to resonancefm.com. So that sounds about right. We're going to do a benefit show, aren't we? Later yes. in the year. You're organising that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Good. With Simon's help. <laughs> you know it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, no problem. So, so, what else were we going to talk about? Uh, we don't have a guest this week. Sadly Why? not. Well, Steve did uh, email me saying, can you sort this out? And I didn't. I've been really busy. We launched, a, we launched. We want to launch a game on Thursday. What game was it? Autonauts. Gary Penn's Autonauts. We had oh, him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Did it go well? It did go very well. Was it well. number one in the charts? It went to number two global bestsellers briefly, but still, you briefly know, is as our than old never. friend would say, you can't get better than second, can you? <laughs> really can't. Uh, so yeah, very pleased with it. Yeah, it's done. It's doing doing very well. I think I saw. Did his son press the go live button? Yes, that's yeah. nice. His son Dexter. Cute. And your son Dexter? He didn't push the button. Although he does listen now. Hey, he told me at the weekend. He said he only listens to, to shows where the three of us are on it. <laughs> that's what he said. Aww. Yeah, and he said it's all right. So thank you. Thanks for listening. It's all right. That's quite a good review, actually. <laughs> yeah, seven out of ten. Uh, yeah, so that went well, but uh, it just sucks up a lot of your time. And it's it, honestly the. It's hard to describe uh, the emotions that you go through when you're launching a game in that, uh, you know, the hours beforehand, it's full of possibility. Uh, you have, you know, a figure that you think you'd be happy with, but you really do want more. Um, ultimately, uh, we knew it was going to, well, w- we knew it had the potential to do well because the wish lists were very high uh, for us. Um, and so that's the only real sort of mm. data point that you can get. So prior. how do wish lists work? When you wish list a game on, on Steam, mm-hmm. um, what happens when a game is released? Well, everybody who has uh, added it to their wish list is notified of the fact. In, that in what way? Via the email. Huh? Um, also, if it's on your wish list, it will appear in Steam in different areas as well. Okay. Uh, it will because um, the store itself is is uh, quite dynamic, um, and so uh, yeah, lots of different areas where it can pop up. So we so we we thought it might do well. Um, I did a talk earlier in the year where I stood up and showed um, some game developers in Scotland uh, five things I definitely shouldn't tell them, and one of them was uh, what your wish lists mean for your first month sales. I showed five games, uh, four of which had got over twenty thousand wish lists, and one of them that hadn't mm-hmm. didn't name the games. Um, but uh, all the games that have got over twenty thousand wish lists sold more than twenty thousand in the first month. The one that hadn't got many, I think it just got five, sold fewer. So there's this inflection point. Right, okay. I mean, you can derive that from one. Obviously, it's impossible to derive that from just one example, but it does seem... So do you, you get, think that's because after that point of sales, you hit a point where you're getting, where Steam's going, hey, oh, people love this yep, game, I'm exactly going to show that. it to more people. Exactly, exactly that. Right. Um, Steam uh, always say that they give you the tools to make your game a success. And, and actually, gone are the days uh, where you could just, just by virtue of it being for sale, uh, it would be a success. Um, and so you have to demonstrate that you are doing the heavy lifting early on. You can't expect Steam just by putting it up to make your game a success. So I think wish lists are one way of doing that. Um, traffic to the page uh, outside of Steam is another. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, so on Thursday, I was bouncing around all day. I was incredibly excited. Um, and then Gary came and we streamed. That's important now, streaming. Mm. on So he gets you on the front page of Steam. I've got a question about that as well. Okay. Um, I Almost always, mm. when I'm looking at new games now on Steam, I see, watch the developer play. Yep. Developer playing live yep. now. Uh, it happens so often that I can't believe the developer is always there playing it. Is there a way of setting that up so that, you know... I believe that to be the case, Steve. Right, interesting. Um, Because I was, was, you know, it was 4am or something the other night. I just finished a game on Noita, which I guess we will talk about some more later. And I checked and... um, Still streaming. Someone in a, a, a European country... Who definitely should be even more in bed than I was right. was streaming were, live. Right, I thought that can't be right. Mm. But um, 
Well, I mean, actually, as it's, uh, on the front page of Steam, um, they uh, they show you the most watched streams, and actually, you can get on the front page through sort of fifteen hundred viewers uh, viewers mm-hmm. at the same time. So it's quite a good way of doing it. And then when it launched, um, so we let Gary Sundexter publish it, which was quite exciting. And then you sort of sit around and wait. You're waiting for Steam sales figures to come through. You're sort of hitting F5, F5. I think it took about 20 minutes. Um, yeah, and we did uh, we did okay. So I don't think I'm allowed to talk about a specific. But then, of course, in the, mo- in the mo- you know, I think uh, I'd said in the office a figure that I'd be happy with uh, for Friday morning. And I woke up at 6 o'clock clock so we were judging it slightly earlier than um sorry uh, than i'd said i'd be happy by and it was eight copies over that <laughs> like, and i'd said i'd be happy by and I, was, I woke up and i was like oh has it done more because you say that's what i'll be happy with you don't mean but you want but, more than that but you want more you want, more than that, but you yeah. want to you want, you want your expectations to be exceeded yeah so it's good it's really exciting yeah it's genuinely exciting launching video games um range of emotions uh unfortunately that one went well Mm, good. I'd recommend it, Steve. I am not about to launch a video game. Uh, Is in that the an short exclusive? Term. I, I I've not had the time to make one. I really want to. I've got ideas. I want to, but I've got a Switch. <laughs> I don't want to. It looks really hard. Look, if I'm honest, it looks really hard, and it looks like audiences can be a bit mean. <laughs> Several years ago, that. weren't you meant to be making one? Yeah. To do with. Was I? I think so. After me and Simon made. Bangman and something else. Well, that, that didn't happen. Game Maker. I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe someone can check the podcast archives yeah. and uh, and check as whether check whether Anne ever made a video game. I don't. Think <laughs> How close I are you? Did. Well, who knows? Did we're, I? we're all old now. No. It's difficult to tell. Shall we do the letters? Yeah. Let's do it. Email messages and forward BCC one life letters. Robert Wells writes with no subject. Huh. Did he write no subject or is that just what Google says? Um, Don't know. Anyway. Hello team. Hello. Hello. SSG question mark. I'm spending my day in a gallery working for an event telling people how to talk to galleries. Uh, for anyone working in video games who wants to be on the radio, what are your top tips? Any advice from your respective day jobs about what you'd like the people in front of you to do? Pip pip. Robert. Uh, for anybody working video games who wants to be on the radio, what are your top tips? Get a radio station. Number one. <laughs> Form a radio station. Number two, be on the radio. Yeah. Lots of people do podcasts these days, don't they? They do. Uh, but if you're going to do a podcast, I think you have to find a point of differentiation. So, at, I mean, ours is we're old. <laughs> and we're on the radio as well. No one stopped us. That's it. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't Steve, know. Steve, how did you get the radio? How did, how, how did we end up here? That's a, a long time ago. It is a I long time ago. I do just about remember. Okay. Um, I, I, mean, I, I remember I'm asking for the benefit of our listeners. <laughs> I emailed Resonance yep. and said got an idea I'd like to do a radio show about video games and we debated the title for quite a while and then they let us on for six episodes and then we didn't stop stop didn't yeah. stop that was it um i've got a letter oh yeah it's from nihil Aleph. Dear team and SSG, long-time fan of the show, but never found an interesting topic to send an email until two episodes ago. Steve asked about how to pronounce the name Dragon Joke, which pr- who produced Adventurous Bubble Ship. Dragon is read as Dragon, which is basically the Japanese pronunciation for dragon. So there you go. In the topic of language, I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses in Japanese, as well as listening to a podcast retelling the English, retelling in English the story of the romance of the Three Kingdoms and Water Margin, two of the four classic Chinese novels. Are my interest in translation reignited? I think it's fascinating how much can be changed and how even lost during the translation process. Even the title Fire Emblem Three Houses is completely different in Japanese, which uses the word. Fukasetsu Getsu, kanjis from wind, flower, snow and moon, which can mean a beautiful scenery and the emotions that arise with it. Is there a game or any other piece of media you wish you could enjoy in its original language? Cheers, Nihil. Yes, I wish I could play 
the Japanese VR version of Nikatsumi. In its original language, because I think that that's important to understand what they're really saying about the cats. Can you play that at all at the moment? Has no. it still not been translated? No. What monsters? I know. Can we get someone from Sony on to explain? I mean, it? honestly, I'm trying. It's the one thing that will revive VR for me and millions of others. Yeah. So why aren't they on it? Bring them on. Bring them on the show. Harangue them. Right. Uh, it's a good question. And I think we've got the best answer from Anne. <laughs> yeah, well done. I'm going to have to think about that. Good. Uh, I also realised we answered Robert's letter a bit wrong. It was if you work in video games and you want to be on the radio, not... Well, I do work in video games and I am on the radio, so let's just <laughs> let's just pretend that I said what you said. <laughs> we really do treat our letter right with respect. It's, it's no wonder we get so many every week. We've got quite it? a few this week, but crack on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear Team OLL, it's been a while. I bet you thought I'd forgotten about you. Well, I haven't. I was just on an extended vacation in Taiwan where your show plays at 2am and as much as I think you're brilliant, I need my beauty sleep. Uh, As such, I haven't heard any of the new seasons. So sorry if I ask a question you've already done. Travelling to Taiwan is an eye-opening... is always eye-opening because... They game in such a different way to those of us in Europe or the US. It seems like everyone's playing an RPG or tactical game and those that aren't are playing Mahjong. Uh, While I was there, I played Link's Awakening on my Switch and then moved on to Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3, which annoyed me by having a boss that is so powerful I have to go and grind XP before I have the chance of of ever beating it I find that very frustrating so I played something from my backlog called Nom Nom Galaxy but I got annoyed by the fact that the tutorial didn't really prepare me properly to play a stage on my own this is where I need your help what should I play to feel less frustrated with games love and kisses Chris Stewart what can he what is a not frustrating game well, <laughs> is that it? I mean, you know, some some people would say it's not. It's a beautiful, fun, intellectually stimulating game in which you can see visibly the moment when people get it. Uh, Ding! They are like, okay, yeah. So maybe Autonauts. That's great. Um, well, based off of last week uh, when I was talking about Peggle. Going back to something that I find quite comforting and something that uh, I understand and know already. I think it's that. I think it's like understanding and knowing the mechanic and going back to somewhere, to something that you feel quite comfortable with. Uh, That's what I'll do. I will always go into old games that I've played probably quite a while ago and have played sort of uh, repeatedly or incessantly. It's quite nice. I think the answer might be Dicey Dungeons. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Because on paper, uh, Dicey Dungeons is uh, is a very frustrating game because it's it's a bit of a lottery. You are literally rolling dice, and depending on the outcome of those dice, you can win or lose. But because you give yourself over to those odds and it's random, you kind of don't ever feel uh, ripped off. It's just like, yeah, well, it's luck. I'll just try again. And it's so charming that for me, I've never been... I, there hasn't been a moment of uh, complete frustration. I wonder if that's because, and I wouldn't put it past him, uh, Terry Kavanagh's doing something clever in the background to say, okay, they need these dice this time. I'll give them some a good roll, you know. Wow, we should get him on and ask him. We should. Good idea. Okay. If only we knew him or someone who knew him. Any more, any more letters? Ben Hall, right, tell a team, possibly a super special guest and possibly plus Anne if she got the train on time. I recently found out that my local library is hosting a chat with the writer of A Game of Broads and Wolves, Simon Parkinson Parkin. Aside from having to pay £5 for the privilege to hear Parkinson not talk about video games, I'm quite interested by hearing what he has to say. Are there any questions that you'd like me to ask Parkinson on your behalf? They might have to be about... Uh, sorry, it might have to be World War One themed, so I guess I could ask him if anyone... <laughs> has their shoes stolen from a hotel room during World War One? Cheerio, Ben. <laughs> what could we now? Come on, this is the perfect opportunity to troll uh, Simon Parkinson ask from him, afar. Ask him to read out the acknowledgements. Exactly right. That is the uh, that is the question that we need. 
We'd also, we also need a, another jingle writing for your new section, yeah. which you did. Yeah, Ben, uh, can you ask him to write the, the, uh, the more news section? What do we call it? Like News roundup. News roundup section. Yeah. News jingle, up. please. <laughs> uh, that would be gay. great. Yeah. Or, or, can you do that, Ben? Yeah. Um, no other questions. Okay. Uh, there's one more letter from Chris Conroy. Dear team and SSG, Elliot Kipchoge recently became the first human to run the marathon distance in under two hours, a groundbreaking superhuman achievement that was executed under optimal conditions. Critics of the event felt that some of these conditions, like the rotating pacemakers and the super special shoes, undermine the achievement. But for me, the game had many similarities with the game's speedrunners who exploit all the tools at their disposal rather than the Twin Galaxy's purist model. We should recognise and celebrate both, knowing that they're different types of achievement but still incredible in their own way. What's the game's equivalent of the two-hour marathon? Is there a singular achievement that represents the peak of gaming performance, exploit, assisted or otherwise? He goes on to give some suggestions. First person to sing all Marioki songs, maybe, wearing a blindfold and five loading bar cocktails deep. Your controlled conditions correspondent, Chris Conroy. I've enjoyed the uh, the speedrunners that have just started Breath of the Wild, gone straight to the castle and beaten Ganon. Right, straight away. With, yeah. with a twig. With a twig. Yeah. For me, that uh, is so baffling, that level of skill. Um, it's one that I will never attain. Is there is there something... What would you say is... So the equivalent of a marathon, like something that is a... I guess it has to be an old game, right? Marathon is a 26-mile race that comes from... I can't remember the... Uh, historical reason for it but there is you know isn't it to do with Greek why is a marathon it's to do with delivering news a marathon to, over to, to by marathon hand. to to is it according to legend yeah. the Greek messenger Mr. Marathon Mr. Marathon had to run from the battlefield in Marathon yeah to another place called Marathon all the way to Athens to announce the defeat of the Persians right so what we're saying is it's classic classic so you need a, a game which is about that length something that you can uh, beat in you know a reasonable amount of time that is it's got to be Mario right like the original Mario yeah. probably playing it purely without doing the cheats skipping over the ropes and cutting out half the course yeah but how quickly two hours in it okay. I, don't, I don't know I'm guessing how long, how long does it take well I think according to legend the original Mario takes Mariothan <laughs> Yeah. Price itself. That's right, itself. Uh, good. I think uh, we've cleared up that. That's broadly speaking it. Um, Anne has confirmed that if you put no subject in a Gmail thing, it does fill in it, it fill in uh, the no subject. Uh, and I've also had some correspondence from the office where Jason and Susan are listening attentively to all the Autonauts plugs that we're giving. I didn't come on here intending to do that. And yet... Here we are. Good. Uh, if you've got any letters you would like to hand deliver to One Life Left so we can put them in the bin... <laughs> Or uh, what? We had somebody complain about that, didn't we? Oh, did we? Because we did get a physical letter that I've been carrying around with me <gasps> for such emergencies. Have you taken it 26 miles to deliver to us today? But it's not an emergency. We can't open it today. Well, um, is it? We don't have a guest. Tim was grumbling on Twitter. I, I think about this very letter. That's true. You've already opened it. Yeah, but we didn't look at it. Oh. <laughs> Go on. No, you do it. You want to do it right now? It's up to you. We've only got 56 seconds. Okay. Happy New Year, it says. (laughs) 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 No, it's from Uh, Robert. No, it's not the same one. What? No, dear team and SSG. Never. Happy New Year. What date is it? 21st of October. Well done, Simon. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas break and are looking forward to awesome things ahead. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? (laughs) Open our mail. I'm going to try and be more creative and make more things. Pip, pip, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. So that's not the letter. It's not the letter. No, I wonder what that is then. Okay, well, we look forward to investigating any letters. Please send them to... What's the address, Anne? Oh, hang on. I don't say put the thing in the bin. <laughs> Team at onelifeleft.com or One Life Left, care of Resonance FM 144 Borough High Street, London, SE1 1LB.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a radio show about video games. Simon's just gone upstairs to investigate the Resonance FM post box to see if he can locate this mysterious letter. Is that going to become our other backup letter? Um, I don't know. I, I, think we I need sort of one. feel like we need to open it if it's been around for a while and if someone's asking about it. So please send more letters so we can have some backup it's letters. It's really nice to receive letters. We promise we will not put them in the bin. You can even send them unsigned if you want. You uh, can send, send a second a, letter, a follow-up. Send up. a photocopy. Yeah, send a photocopy of a letter and send a follow-up after it explaining you didn't really mean the letter. <laughs> that, that would be perfect. Uh, that is a... Another piece of music. Oh, Simon's back. It's got empty-handed. Empty hands. Nothing at all. What a wild goose yeah. chase. That was Concrete Untitled. Candy exactly. by Tsuwami. It's again, it's from chipmusic.org. So it's nothing upstairs. Nothing. Simon. Well, there's loads of posts, but not for us. Let's fix that. Wouldn't it be nice, what, listeners, what, what, by opening that post? If one day, residence was just, you know, so many letters arrive for Overflowing. us. Overflowing. Overflowing with letters for us. And Do you know what else we like, aside from letters? Cakes. That'd Do you send nice. cakes? Send cakes. Also, um, imagine if the, the sound of this radio show was just the sound of us opening letters. That would be like ASMR, wouldn't it? Just open a letter, read it out. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do the reviews? Yeah. All right. Um, Anne. I got Apple Arcade. You did. So I'm reviewing it. That's so oh, good. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I got Apple Arcade for us as a family and you guys haven't joined my family yet. That's why well, I have joined it because otherwise I wouldn't have had the domestic text messages from you and your no, no. husband. No, no, no. That happened just because I invited you, not because you've joined it. All right, okay. Well, I haven't uh, yet managed to force my Mac to update to Catalina, uh, uh, which is the only way I can yeah. can participate in Arcade. I keep asking it, I keep saying, um, is there a software update out? And it goes, nope, you're on the latest version of Mac, when if you go to the store, it says, get the latest version. Catalina's yeah. out, you can join in with your family on Arcade. And Simon, you're uh, notable by your absence in our family. Well... Um, I'm unable to join, aren't I? Because? Have you sent me a message? Yeah. Have you? I've not received it. Maybe it's with the letter. <laughs> uh, I'll resend. To what? My email address? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I can't join anyway. I don't currently have an Apple device, do I? Well, maybe you should sort that out. Okay. Well, I, I looked into it. I looked yeah. into upgrading my iPad mini. And? They're quite expensive, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sort it out. Okay. Uh, because in my family are currently my husband and Ben Hall. And to be honest, I'm fine with that. Right, so that does sound like a nice family. Back That's off. lovely. What, what roles are people would people play then, assuming that Steve and I join? Who's the parents? Uh, me and Matt are the parents. Okay. You're the grandparents. <laughs> and Ben's our baby. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing then? Right, well, look. Look how many I downloaded. That's not... That's not one. Okay. All of them, I just downloaded them based off of their pictures. Because I believe that that is the best way to That's do it. That's how you judge stuff, isn't yes. it? Yes. And then I uh, looked through them on my phone and went, oh, I'm going to go with that picture. Uh, and I played a game called Assemble With Care. Oh, from us too. Yes, as it turns out. I didn't choose it because of that, but ugh, I quite like their aesthetic. And I feel weird about it, but I like their aesthetic. Um... So, this is uh, a story told in 12 objects. And uh, so you play as um, a youngish woman who uh, has been travelling for a while and has been making her way um, around uh, by fixing things. So she restores things. Her parents work uh, have an antique shop and so she's learnt how to restore things and how to fix objects. Uh, and then, so you arrive in this... Um, town and you find out stories about different people within the town by the objects that they ask you to fix oh. and it's very nice you've got so every uh, every object that you fix is a little puzzle that you're doing you've got to sort of uh undo them and tie uh, and uh uh change out different bits of them put some batteries in maybe you've got to fix a cog well, I had to, just had to do a watch thing. Had to change all the cogs in there. So yeah, it's really nice. It's very, very satisfying. It feels if when you're fixing things, it feels really good when things just clunk into place and they're done. And you can fix it. Well, they've deliberately picked an age where things um, had physical bits to them, haven't they? Don't you fix like a VCR or a or a tape recorder? Yeah, but yeah, and these are like older things. So I, I noticed because I I didn't really get a sense that it was 
back in the day. Um, but then on a calendar, I think it's when she's younger, it says 1979 and she's not, you know, that much older. So it must, it can't be, you know, it must be like 90s or okay. something, 80s or 90s right. or something. Um, yeah, so it's nice. And obviously these are old things that people have uh, have allowed to get broken. Uh, the kid, One of the characters does have... I don't want to spoil all the... There's only 12 of them. Don't want to spoil all of them. Anyway, there are some interesting objects in there. It's really nice. It's very fun. It's really lovely storytelling. There's some good voice acting in there as well. Uh, you sort of scroll through and um, the so you've got the speech that's uh, on the screen and you can scroll through it, but you're also listening to it. It's just very nice. They've done a very nice thing. It's a nice short game. Love a short game. Seven out of ten. How short is it? About that high. Okay. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Good. Really good. Uh, Simon. Well, I've still been playing Sniper Elite 3, but I saved you a video of what happened in it. So can okay. you just... Uh, yeah, just describe it, Anne, for, for our listeners. So yeah, Wait, I'm still... I, I'm still pressing? Well, hang on a second. I'm going to move a few. But I'm still playing Sniper Elite 3. Uh, it's incredibly, incredibly satisfying. Okay. Uh, and then I saved a video of what happened in it. Okay. Okay, so he's crouching. Oh, he's got, he's got something in his sights, something in his crosshair. He's going to shoot a man. Or... Oh. Oh, the bullet is really, really going. You watch the bullet going. Oh, why does it show you? That's disgusting. <laughs> it shows you his skeleton and insides, and then it goes through. No. Yes. You shot. Keep watching. Sorry. You shot three men. Three men, one bullet. One we've bullet. all seen the. We've all seen the film. We've all seen the video. <laughs> That's disgusting. Now, I looked on Common Sense Media, um, which is a website which... That's, that is the sound <laughs> of the bullet ripping through his body. Video games should be cancelled. Right. I went on Common Sense Media to see what... Uh, which is um, a oh, parental, parental website. Oh, which triple should, kill. Which, yeah, thanks very much. XP. Thanks very much. <laughs> Shot three guys in one but It's a parental website which advises... There you go. That's the bullet going. Here it goes. No. One more time. Man two. Flesh. Flesh. Great. Well done. It's, it's really satisfying. Um, it, it's, so, uh, Common Sense Media, which is a parental website which advises parents uh, of like the of the real uh, age ratings for all, all sorts of media. Okay, so it might be well. It says this on the box, but it's got the rudest swear in it or whatever. That's not sniper elite because I haven't come across the rudest swear yet. Um, Just killed three men with one bullet. Thanks very much. And uh, it's um, guess what age it recommends for that? <laughs> like thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> 12 or 13. No. A, a bit gory. That's what it's no, described as. They show the insides of the man. I know, I was surprised. Well, there you go. Anyway, 7 out of 10. <sighs> Steve, what have you been playing? I have been playing, continuing to play the same games that I played last week. So I'm still playing Alphabet. still find it super, super charming. And I made... Actually, I made... Something so obscene the other day. <laughs> Show it to Anne. I will do. Just give me a moment. Uh, oh. Just work out how to get into my library of photos. I've also been playing. Um, I've also been playing uh, Noiter so much. Uh, it's it, Noiter remains an absolutely phenomenal game. Um, here is here is what I made one of my bears say last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> You're both <laughs> grounded. <laughs> I didn't do it. I just wrote the words. Right. The bears chose to say that. Okay, oh, the, the bears shouldn't really be saying that, should they? No, I mean... That is naughty for a bear to say. Shouldn't say that, either. <gasps> <laughs> this is not okay. Well, what does common sense media say about Alphabet 2? Because that charming. is offensive. Charming. It's just biology, so it's fine. Anyway, I've also been playing Noiter. Uh, Noiter, I think, is uh, it's still in early access, so to remind you, it, I think I talked about it last week, it's a platform game. It's kind of like um, Spelunky, but where every particle is mo modelled. So things catch on fire, the fire spreads, the fire might boil some water, the water turns into steam, or it might turn into poison gas, which the fire then erupts and 
or you know might light someone on fire or kill an enemy uh it's all about the interaction between all of these elements inside the game i remembered what it reminds me of i tweeted about it yesterday uh it reminds me of exile the bbc right, micro game yes. that i was in love yep. with in 1989 so right. 30 years ago um i don't think anything has really had that um given that feel before of, of freedom within a world exploration and discovery but also of the joy of seeing these elements interact in a way that the designers cannot possibly have planned for uh, because there are so many of them the other part of Noita which is so charming and so exciting is discovery of weaponry which in this instance is wands and wands can have little elements to them so a wand may have maybe very very fast but also contain fireball spells which split after three seconds or something uh, so finding these elements and switching them around to make a really really powerful wand is super super exciting uh, it's very very hard I keep dying in it all the time but I guess it's a measure of a game that when you die you find that you know kind of exciting because you get to start again and go through the first level all over again. A, a lot like Spelunky. I tell you something, if I was Derek Yu, who is a very charming and kind man, uh, but if I was him, I definitely wouldn't be. Uh, and if I saw this came, coming out before, you know, because Spelunky 2 was meant to mm. launch uh, earlier this year, has been pushed back to next year, uh, I'd be playing this thinking, goodness me, this is, uh, <laughs> this, this is Spelunky right. 2 for me. Uh, now, I have no doubt that Spelunky 2 will be brilliant and doubtless a little bit, probably a little bit more of a pure platforming game uh, because in, in Noita you hover rather than platform. But it is, uh, it's very much scratching that itch for me. And I'm, uh, truthfully, while I'm enjoying the radio show, you're thinking about I'm Noita. really thinking about Noita and all the things that my bears have been telling me at night. Three men. Oh. <laughs> Not for you? No, no, not for me. What's it called again? Sniper Elite 3. I finished two. I didn't do the um, the Führer DLC, though, where you can shoot, uh, you know. And <laughs> when it shows you the skeleton, it does show you that actually he didn't. <laughs> or, or he did. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Steve's now passing around more obscenities, which uh, is funny for us, but... Uh, Less funny well, for you guys. Yeah, we'll have to do an after-hours one yeah, life left, won't or, we? Or not. Mm. They're all down what, uh, the benefit gig anyway now, yeah. aren't they? We say what they we don't like. Know, so they don't know what's like. going on in mm. here. Uh, I've got Disco Elysium to play for next week, which I'm looking forward to. Great. Yep. Uh, you've got a load of Apple Arcade stuff. I've got another picture to pick. Right. I won't start The Witcher 3 until I've finished uh, Sniper Elite. I am going to keep playing Noita right. forever, as far as I'm aware. I, I will try and get an arcade. I really, really want to play What the Golf. Um, yep. If I don't get a chance to, you should anyway. Cause I'm really Noita forever, that's a, that's Fever forever. Just FYI. <laughs> Great. Uh, that's been our show, I think. Thanks for listening. Sorry. <laughs> Send us letters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a high energy finish. <laughs> Great, well, to another we are episode of One Life Left. We uh, are not off to the gig, but good luck to those that yeah. are. Yeah, have a have a wonderful time. Do you think? Um, do you think we should bring back our stand up? I really enjoyed no. hosting the awards. No, it, was, well, it nearly gave me a stomach ulcer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. With that in mind, goodbye. See, See you. Bye. bye. <laughs>